Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. If you're somebody who shops regularly um, in the high street shops, you, I'm sure, will have experienced the madness that is the varying clothes sizes that you experience in the same store, but uh, or in the same shop, I should say, but in different stores like Zara in one place or any of the main high street shops, you head over to a different shopping centre, try on the same outfit and you can be a medium in one shop and a large in another. So how is that and why is that? And this debate has, you know, generated a lot more uh, public attention in recent days when influencer Molly May posted a photograph of herself wearing size 14 Zara jeans. It annoyed quite a lot of people who took online and took to Twitter and social media to say that Molly May would never be wearing size 14 jeans. Irish independent columnist Tanya Sweeney is with us on the programme today. The Molly May debate, um, Tanya, I suppose, it's it's really, you know, reignited this entire conversation. Um, that really bothered people. Yeah, there was something really eye-catching about that uh, particular Instagram story that Molly Mayhaig posted because she was wearing a pair of size 14. Now, I mean, Molly Mayhaig is a fairly model trim kind of a person, you know. For, for reference, she was a size 6 at the height of her Love Island fame. Now, she did give birth in January and has, you know, fairly said that she is unhappy with her postpartum body. But, you know, she's still fairly trim, but she was in Zara anyway, and she put on a pair of size 14 jeans, and they were, let's say, a fairly snug fit, you know. And I think people just got really um, annoyed at the store, really, and they were like, there's no way this woman is a size 14. Now, that is obviously, you know, a size 14 means different things to different people, you Mm. know. But um, there was definitely a sense that, um, you know, we're we're spending too much kind of attention and energy looking at, you know, being a size 10 or being a size 16. And sure, it's absolutely nonsensical, really. But like, like it, it is sort of bizarre. I mean, I don't really under, you know, hmm. or know too much about how the, the fashion industry works. But I mean, I've had this very same experience myself where I've gone into Zara, hmm. bought a suit, you know, might have needed medium trousers, large jacket, and then went mm-hmm. to try on the exact same suit but in a different Zara store, it was the exact same cut. It was just a different colour. Um, yeah, and I'd, got, I mean, I'd gone up two sizes in it. In the same suit. Yeah, and, and people get annoyed by that. People don't want to feel that they're going up two sizes in anything because that means that their body is getting bigger. But I mean, the truth is that's not necessarily the case. The thing is, the opposite is actually more common. In It's called vanity sizing in which, you know, a size 14 or 12 will actually run quite large so that somebody will walk into a, a shop and go, God, I'm, I'm a size 12 in this. I'll buy that. I haven't been a size 12 in a long time. And off they go with their size 12. And then they can go out into the world and say, well, I'm a size 12 now, you know. I mean, th- and that is kind of the logic behind vanity sizing, you know. I'm not sure why certain high street shops run small, you know, and, and, and it's been established that Zara does run small. The only problem with that is if you're a real size 14 or a 16, you start to get sized out of the shops, you know. I mean, Zara goes, I think, to maybe a size XL or size 16, you know. Um, if you're fairly thin and you fit in the 14, you know, or size 18, I think it is. If you're, if you're fairly thin and you fit in a size 14, it doesn't take very long until you're in Zara and you can't fit into anything, you know, and, and that's a huge problem. Well, um, celebrity stylist and journalist Laura Mullet is with us as well, Tanya. How, how common of an issue is this, Laura? Do you know what? I think it is 
so frustrating for people because Zara is one of those places that, you know, it has quite aspirational high street style. So, you know, it moves quickly. Um, in terms of fast fashion, there are pieces you could get in Zara that will stand the test of time that are quite well made. And um, it's a cheap alternative for a lot of people. If you've got a special event or night out coming out, you know you might find something stylish that really looks the business that won't, you know, be too hard on the L budget. But what I think really frustrates people is this inconsistencies, or as we're saying, this varying in sizes between colour and dying and everything. What I found really interesting is there was this kind of fake news story that went around last year about what the different symbols on the labels meant. So this has kind of been debunked as to what they actually mean, but they can be slight indicators as to whether Zara pieces are going to fit you or not before you try them on. What are what are the uh, the symbols, Laura? So, ba- so basically, right, if there's a circle icon and a Zara label, it indicates that the item is from the Zara Woman collection. So that's kind of inconsistent, inconsistent size-wise fabric to fabric because the dyeing process really impacts Zara items. So what it can do is, so why are different, um, the different colours really make a difference is the dyeing process changes the fabric composition. So it tightens them. And if there's not the right balance of elastane, garment to garment as well you're not going to have any give or stretch at all so it tightens it right up which means you're going to get that cut you're going to get that kind of pinch where you really don't want it and you might not get in the darker or lighter variation and if there's you know kind of a square on it that's a Zara basic that again is varied in sizing but it has the high elastane and quite a lot of stretch this is the elevated basic so if you're seeing kind of the well-made tank tops that are quite lined the stretchy leggings and some of the boxier blazers um, if there's a circle, or sorry, I beg your pardon, if there's kind of more of a triangle on the label, that's the TRF, the tra- trellis look range. So that's kind of tweens and teenagers. So that's always going to be more petite, Andrea. Okay, so so maybe the suit I tried on must have had the circle icon. I didn't notice. Well, you know what? I think if it's because if it's a different colour, Andrea, the dyeing process really does make a massive difference. And I think that's what's so frustrating if people are ordering online because it can be so convenient. Things yeah. are one click away. And if a suit looks amazing on you and you're like, God, I felt a business. It does, you know, it is really unfortunate that you can't just go online and order the same thing and have that sense of comfort in your shopping process. Like I've styled hundreds of women over the years and Zara has been such a point of contention and frustration because the jeans dance is something none of us want to be doing. We're nearly flinging yourself out of the fitting room trying to get jeans yeah. to go over your hips <laughs> that you think should fit you. And it's, you know what? No one needs the stress. No one needs the stretch marks. Jeans could be better made and they could have a little bit more of a grip and grab in them. I thought moving away from the skinny jeans into the more boyfriend jeans that are popular now, you would think that would give us more allowance, but you're still getting that mom jean effect up top. So when they're high-waisted like that, you are necessarily trying to kind of grip yourself in there okay. so more elastane less less of a denim look more of a stretch but more of a kind of a funky silhouette I think jeans need to go back more so to the kind of 70s bootleg vibe where there is that kind of grip and grab yeah well it's actually it's good it's good to know the um the different icons I have to be honest I I, I wasn't I wasn't aware of that uh, Susan is with yeah. us on the line Susan is this something you've experienced yeah massively I think it's it's just crazy I was saying to to one of your researchers said that I was trying on a top that I got online from a well-known online brand and I'd ordered them in an XL because I wanted them a bit loose and not one of them would go over my head properly or fit me properly. 
Now, I'm at most a large on my top, but at the time, I had taken the top I'd taken off to try them on was a size small from a different brand. And they're going, it's, it's just... It got to one point that I actually just started laughing because when I was the fifth top in a row that I couldn't even fit mm-hmm. on properly, it got. I was like, well, at least it's it's them, it's not me. But depending on your frame of mind, you could feel very disheartened about yourself and very down about your own body if you're used to buying a large or medium and suddenly you're having to go into an XL or an XXL well, to get it, it to just fit. Yeah. It, and just to go on. It's it's interesting because Tanya, you mentioned what did you call it? Is it the it's the morale boosting sizing, isn't it? It's well, exactly, yeah. And I think this is, you know, women do, you know, really, you know, identify as certain sizes. You know, as Susan said, going up to XL or XXL is a, a real kind of dampener, you know, on them. And I think, you know, the column I wrote in the Irish Independent, I was like, can we just do away with the idea that you're a size anything, you know, and let's use it as a sort of, a, you know, sizes as a visual reference for the specific shop you're in. But don't go around going, you know, I'm a size 10. I've always been a size 10. I can't be a size 12. You know, this is back to the Judy Garland um, urban myth that she used to have the labels um, pulled out of her things and sewn, you know, fake ones sewn back in because she couldn't countenance being anything other than a size 10, you know. So I'm like, you know, let's just do away with the idea that sizes or being a certain size is in any way problematic, you know. Go into a shop, try something on. If it fits and covers your modesty, grand, go off and buy that. Happy day. But don't be worrying about whether it's a 12 or a 16 mm. or, or anything like that. What's the point? Are some I think sh- another thing. Go on ahead. No, Sorry, go on ahead. Amber. I was just going to say, like, sewing patterns, and it's something I've only learned because I started looking at them, but they standardised all the sizes across every brand of sewing pattern, I think back in the 60s. So a size 16 in one branded sewing pattern will be the same size measurements as a 16 in another one. And they managed to do that across all of Europe. So I don't understand why we can't have something similar across all shops. And I agree with the, the idea that the number on a clothes shouldn't change our feelings about about the clothes as long as they fit. But I don't understand why they were able to do that across such a massive industry before. But it seems to be such a problem now. Should there be more regulation, Laura, around this? I definitely think so. Um, it would be great if, you know, there could be a little bit more trust between, you know, the consumer and the shop. Like, it's, it, it, these are massive companies. They have the money to make changes. And it would be brilliant for people's own confidence. And especially if people are trying to manage their money, it would make life a lot easier. But I do think in, in here and now what we could do is if we could try all be our own stylist. And I know that's easier said than done. But if you can adopt certain techniques to shopping in places like Zara and River Island, etc. You know, let's say, try and, you know, eyeball things properly, pick it up, look at it, stretch it out, read the label, all before you go into the fitting room. Go in, like, don't just impulse buy, go in with a mission on your mind and try and adopt something even simple, like let's say the fit and flare technique. Get one item that's fitted, that will hug you in the places that you're confident in or need support in and then go for a flared item, whether that's like a really flattering silky slip skirt or you know um, maybe something that kind of kicks out a little bit like the cargo skirts the kind of pencil skirts are very in now and a lot of them have pocket detail 
that'll give a little bit of an allowance at the tummy area. So just figure out kind of what shape you're looking for and then just disregard mm. sizing and just get a size below and two sizes above if you're blessed enough to be able to do that. Experiment a little bit. But also I will say that I have had clients who are size 18 to 20 who have found great things in Zara, but it's not without rummaging. And again, it's going for those really stretchy yeah. items Does- that then can act a bit like shapewear and can be great undergarments let's say like a grey top and a grey um, trousers and then they might get the jacket somewhere else. So I think mix your brand. Zara is not the answer to all of our fashion problems. There's a text in here from a, a much more um, cynical uh, texture than, than I anyway. This listener says, I think it's a cunning marketing technique. If store A offers their clothes at size 14 but shop, but the shopper is, si- is size 16, um, the person will always go back to store A because they feel better for being a smaller size. I'm a bloke, I buy my jeans from a well-known store because I'm a 34 waist. Everywhere else I'm 36 to 38. So I'm not going back there. I remember seeing in a film one time about, you know, it was kind of said as a joke, but, you know, heels were invented by men to make women's bums look smaller. You know what I mean? So I think there there's elements, you know, we could kind of think anything. We're all entitled to our own opinion and feelings. But I think if we're, what it comes down to is trying to find clothes to dress our body that make us feel good about ourselves. So I think if you pass the negativity aside and don't let things like that phase you and just find things that you look fabulous in, I think that's how you really win in this situation. I see another texter here. I recently bought two tops from a well-known high street retailer. One was in a size extra small. The other was a large. They They both fit me. How is that possible, says this texter. Susan, uh, celebrity stylist and journalist Laura Mullet and also um, Tanya Sweeney as well, Irish independent columnist. Thanks a million for joining us in the programme today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.